How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. It is International Women's Day today. This year, the Canadian Women's Foundation is shining a spotlight on what they call gender justice. It encompasses a number of different issues where women are still struggling to find equal footing with men. Important issues. So we're going to talk about that now with Andrea Gunraj, who is the Vice President of Public Engagement for the Canadian Women's Foundation. Andrea, thanks so much for joining us again today. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, okay, so let's just go through here. When we talk about gender justice, to be honest, I had to look it up and find out exactly what we're talking about here, but it actually touches on on a few different areas, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, gender justice is a term that we use because it speaks to more than just equality and even more than just equity. It's talking about all the things that we need to make sure that everybody gets what they need and deserve in this life. So it's fair and livable wages, it's freedom from violence, it's safety, it's affordable housing and child care, diverse leadership, every opportunity to thrive. It's a big, encompassing idea, and it's better for everybody. That's ultimately what it is. It's not just about women. It's yeah. not just about gender-diverse people. It's everybody. So let's talk about some of the issues that you're focusing on this year. Uh, wages, and we know that wage gap continues to exist, correct? That's right, um, and certainly it's bad for everybody, but yeah. certainly when we see about women of color and black women, indigenous women, women with disabilities, it's even worse. And there's so many steps that we still need to take to make sure people get paid properly for the work that they do. Um, what do we need to do in that? I mean, we've talked about it for years. I know there's been some policy and some... Uh, what do we need to continue to focus on, Andrea? Well, I think that it's looking at it from a systemic lens. So not just straight up wages, but looking at why people are underpaid or unpaid for the work that they do. And for a lot of people, especially women, there's a big concern that they have around child care, that they're spending uh, their time getting unpaid work, um, and that's taking away the time that they have for paid work. And that's a big part of the pay gap, why women are not paid very well, is because they're being unpaid for the work that they do. So I think there's a structural issue that we have to look at to make sure that people are supported to be able to participate in the labor market. And then there's also structural issues around discrimination that happens in pay. That's still an issue. And certainly we're seeing that people are not able to advance. Women are not able to advance into leadership positions that get better pay. Um, There's also this idea that women are stuck in jobs that are underpaid and undervalued oftentimes. Things like frontline work, service work, retail work. These types of jobs are not well supported, but as we've seen in the pandemic, they're essential. So we have to look at what we value and actually put up the pay. And some of that has to do with making sure that the minimum wage goes up. Mm -hmm. But that also has to do with looking at things like supporting women to be able to be in the paid workforce. That's affordable, free child care. We're talking about that now, so I have hope. 
but there's more that we need to do, and we needed to do like 30 years ago, not just today. Yeah, we're definitely playing catch-up. There, there's no doubt about that. And, and like you say, at least we're talking about it, but obviously it's not it's not happening quickly enough. I'm wondering, you know, we, we're at a time of flux here, especially in, in the workforce and the way that we work and all these sorts of things. And I know you're holding an event today to talk about this on International Women's Day in terms of going back to work, returning to the office and all that sort of stuff. It's a really good time to put a focus on this, right? That's right. And we're speaking about it when it comes to this idea of corporate citizenship for gender equality. So it's not just for the individual person. It's about people in leadership positions in the corporate sector to be able to think about what are they doing to make sure that the policies and practices and the way they set up work is amenable to women's participation in that work. And it's really about thinking about this moment, not as just a moment of flux, but a time to reset normal in the workplace and make sure that that gender justice that we're looking for can happen in the workplace context and then, of course, beyond. It's a, it, it really does. When you talk about a time of change and great change, and we know things have changed so dramatically, it's really a good time to sort of incorporate things. So many things are going to have to change as we go back to the workplace or whatever the case may be for each individual uh, situation. It's a really good time to sort of say, okay, let's make this part of the discussion in terms of just where we sit and when we're there. Yeah, I think you're so right. I mean, I think that we need to look at this as an opportunity. And really, when we know that women are doing well at work, everybody does well at work. There's so much evidence out there that shows that diversity, inclusion, and justice in the workplace leads to everybody having better work conditions. So it's not just equitable. It's not just a good thing to do. It's also a smart thing to do to make sure that your business is strong going forward in a time of uncertainty. Um, the event that you're holding today, tell us about it and how people can get involved. Yeah, definitely. It's at 1 o'clock EST. Um, you can go to our website, CanadianWomen.org, and click on Make Moves for Gender Justice, and you'll see that you can register right there. And the whole idea, of course, is how is your workplace adapting to hybrid work models, supporting employee caregiving needs, and advancing diversity and inclusion? We're going to talk about all these things. We have some great speakers and more importantly, we want to just start the conversation of how we can work at look at work differently with that idea that we have this chance to do things differently. It's about time. It's more than about time. And now is a great time for us to be thinking about that. So I'm hoping that people will get their thinking hats on and get creative about what we can do. Again, go to CanadianWomen.org. I think you're so right, Andrea, in terms of, you know, it's a great opportunity. And I think hopefully there will be um, business leaders and, and the like that will be looking for some creative thinking, as you say. I think there's a lot of people out there that would be really interested in doing this. Maybe they don't even know how to get started. This could be a good opportunity to learn. Exactly. I mean, I think that it just helps to hear what other people are doing, what other jurisdictions are doing, and it also helps to see some best practices out there. Sometimes we have a hard time seeing it in our own lens. We feel really um, stuck in our own models. So I think this is a great chance for us to see what others are doing and what are those best and promising practices out there. Well, best of luck with the event, Andrea, and thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, and happy IWD. Yeah, you too. That is Andrea Gunraj, who is the Vice President of Public Engagement for the Canadian Women's Foundation.